works in, oh yes, oh yes. Oh yes. Good, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. Y'all gonna make me cry. Yeah. 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 We had a we had a we had a tough battle and uh, you all were awesome. You no telephone calls, everything was on the website. And yes, uh, we have uh, three had we did have three uh, cancer spots on the spine and they thought they they're gonna take try to take care of that, bone scan. We'll get that information on uh, by Tuesday. It, it's all will be on the website. Uh, actually, it got on the website before I got to the car. Uh, Heather, Heather puts it on the green calls Heather, and it's on there. But let me tell you, God will work it out. There was a young lady called Shalice, which was a nurse there. Because you know my family was awesome. But the, the, the pain was, uh, it was quite something. But there was, God will send you somebody. And he sent me an angel in the name of Shalice, I'm telling you. And uh, I'd say that God sent me that angel in the form of a nurse called Shalice, and it means? Shalice means intuitive, intellect, spiritually intense, and can sting or charm. Her name brings love, healing, friendly responsibility of well-being of others, and new starts to life. And that was the new, that was her. So for Shalice, she was awesome. I told her I was going to do this and to look it up. I thank you for all that you've done for me. You fought so hard. And let me tell you, Liberty Hospital, that second floor was the bomb. They really took care of me. They done a great job. All right? And so here I am. But I learned a lesson that vainglory is really something that I had been doing. Uh, Sister Evelyn, it was vainglory. I'd been telling you, know, I had missed church in 21 years. But God wasn't impressed. He's been here since eternity. So it won't be 21 more weeks before I leave, whether it be going to a ball game or just don't want to get up. No more records for me. I, the record is set because there's been time I've been sick and, you know, I'm a type strong guy and this, but that's no, 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 no. And another thing I want to tell you all, and then we're going to get into this. Let me tell you something. When someone doesn't have a way out, when someone doesn't have a way out, I'm talking about someone who doesn't have a way out, and some of you all know that. When that cancer is in your bones, it is something that you can never fear, believe in your life. Yes, we need to have more compassion and understanding. Now, I'm talking about somebody who's really, really not going to make it, and you're telling people to hold on, and you're healthy, and they're going through that pain, that's crazy. That is the worst pain that you can ever experience. I thank God for the experience. Don't ever want to experience anything like that again. But we need to understand when people are going through something, they don't need your advice, and they don't need your medical help. They need your prayers and your support and your love. Amen. All right. You remember a few weeks ago, I was doing the 23rd Psalms. I want to do it again. It's not dementia or anything like that. I'm doing this again because you need to hear it again. Uh, Chief's doing good. Amen. Uh, 
they practice the same plays every day. All right. right. So, so until, they, they, until they perfect it. So we're going to be like them. If I give you a message, don't think pastor's got dementia. Pastor's trying to keep on teaching you this so that you can put this in your life because the word of God is supposed to come alive in your life so you can use it. When the opportunity comes, you got the things and you're equipped to be able to use it. See, the word of God is really the un, is the un is the visible spoken word of Christ. You don't see Christ. People, he's not here, but his word is here, so it speaks for him. Now, one of the things that you need to recognize is my thoughts are on a high plane, my mind dwells therein, my heart becomes calm, and my mind and my thoughts cease to be disturbed. Now, when you get to that point, do you all understand me? When you get to that point, you got an enemy. You got an enemy, and that enemy wants to take that from you. You see, and we're going to talk about what Satan is here to do. Satan is real. The devil is real. Y'all know that. That's right. You understand what I'm talking about? And so when we look at the 23rd 23rd Psalms, the Lord is my shepherd, I don't need anything. That is true. That is a blessing that you can have. Go ahead, please. He says, God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. You have bedded me down in lush meadows. You find me quiet pools to drink from. So how many of you believe that? We read this. See, people are reading this, but are you believing this? Are you with me? All right. He goes on to say, true to your word, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. And that's what God, he'll do that. He'll do that. He'll do that. But there's a problem here I'm going to talk to you about here in a minute. All right. Even when the way goes through Death Valley. And, and see, Death Valley, people think Death Valley. Sometimes Death Valley doesn't mean dead. Sometimes Death Valley can be pain, That's right. disappointment, huh? stress, loss. All right? Scripture says, I'm not afraid when you walk at my side. But we're going to have to, sometimes we're going to have to walk some places we don't want to walk. But we, we're not going to be paralyzed, excuse me, paralyzed because God's walking beside us. That's right. Do you understand? Fear will paralyze you. I'm telling you, fear will paralyze you. It will paralyze you to the point that you will lose, that your thoughts will get on a lower plane instead of a higher plane. Fear will paralyze you, and you can't walk through that valley. But sometimes, say what, Pastor? You ain't got a choice. That's right. You're either going to die or walk. All right? But he tells us your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. You got to feel, hey, there's a time... There used to be a, uh, I can't think of some of y'all remember, Don't Rock the Boat. What's the song? Who done that? Get, it's a reggae singer. Come on, y'all. There you go. Your boat's going to rock. That's right. But I'm comfortable. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm comfortable. You comfortable? Keep living. You get tested. We'll see. All right. He goes on to say that you served me a six-course dinner right in front of my enemies. Right in front of your very enemies, God will serve you. Yeah, he will. Yeah, he will. Oh, yeah, he will. You can sit down and eat comfortable looking right in their face. Hey, That's right. you can't touch me. That's right. Huh? You remember Nehemiah? They asked him to come down. Nehemiah said, I'm doing a good work. I can't come down. That's right. All right? He says, you revive my drooping head. My cup brims with blessing. All right. Your beauty and love chase after me every day of my life. God's chasing after you. No matter where you at, isn't that something? 
No matter where you at, how ugly you've been, how dirty you've been, God is still going after you. He's still chasing. That's love, folks. That's right. That's right. That's love, folks. You see? And sometimes if you slow down, he'll catch up with you quicker and you won't have to go through all that stuff you're going through. Well, Do you understand what I'm talking about? I'm back home in the house of God for the rest of my and, life. And he says, I'm back home for the house of God for the rest of my life. Now, I'm going to change that. People think that's for dead folks. No, that's for live folks. Right. You, you understand? I'm going to live in the house of the Lord, right? All right, so on, on Saturday, I'm going to do blessing and show the church you all how to bless your house and keep your house at 10 o'clock. Here, you need to show up. Your house ought to be a place of blessing and rest. Amen. And, and I changed, but here's the key to the thing. Here's the key at, just tell me when I'm going to start, because I changed that whole thing just two minutes ago. The thief. The John thief, James. okay. Any, all of this stuff, all of this, how many believe this promise? How many believe you, you'd like to have a good thing? Amen. Well, when you got a good thing, somebody wants to steal that good That's thing. That's right. That's right. A crook doesn't want to come and steal something. Ain't worth nothing. Right? Satan wants everything that I just told you up here, and you all grinning and laughing. There's some, but Satan wants to steal that from you. That's right. That's yeah, right. Uh, he ain't wanting, when, when he's an outlaw. We're going to talk about that. An outlaw doesn't go in and get something that ain't valuable. An outlaw comes in your house to get something that's valuable. An outlaw comes in your life to take something that's valuable. We all know that. You, the people here that are in recovery and it's in addiction to tell you that, that's what it does. It comes to destroy your life. Here we go. John 10 and 10. And it says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. But the thief comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. How many? There's some, there's some married couples in here. You happy? Amen. Satan ain't. That's right. He wants to kill your marriage. He wants to kill your family. He wants to destroy your family. He wants to take your finances. He wants to kill your body. He wants to destroy your body. You got an enemy. It's what it's called, and Paul calls it spiritual warfare. That's right. That's I mean, right. we can see that in this country, how spiritual warfare is going on. It's not only in, in I ain't talking about flags and all that stuff. A young lady lost her life in a church parking lot Sunday. Six people shot. If it hadn't been for an usher, some other people would have because this young man was retaliating to what happened uh, a couple years ago, right? Satan wants to destroy everything that is good, that's and right, he wants to destroy right. everything that's good in your life, all right? You know, y'all like me as a pastor? He's trying to kill me. That's right. <laughs> so he ain't going to Yeah, he's trying to kill. Why wouldn't he try to kill me? He don't want me up there teaching people about the power of God. He don't want you getting empowered by the word of God. Huh? He don't want you to learn how to stand and when you can't stand, stand anyhow. You understand that? He's, I'm about to come. He's going to do everything he can to kill that man. Come on. Do you understand? He, he wants you to have a dull ear. Huh? Teach us. All right. So what he's saying is that until you recognize that disease is an outlaw. Disease is an outlaw. That outlaw attacked my body. You see, some of now, now some diseases hereditary, hereditary, okay? Don't go stupid on me now. Some diseases, because, you know, I'm in a good mood today. Cause, man, I was a hurting soul last, this time last week. Yeah, because, you know, I'm, I'm good to be. I was almost nervous, like it was the first time up here. You see, disease is an outlaw. And you know what an outlaw is. It is a thief. Do you understand? And some of it we're putting on ourselves. That's right. Right. You see, some of this stuff is not hereditary. Some of this stuff is what our society puts in our food and some of the things that's in the air, and it, it is killing our people. That's just a fact, folks, because disease is an outlaw, all right? And until your spirit grasps the fact, you will never build a fence against physical distress and disease. Until we understand that, we're not able to build a fence. 
to protect ourselves from physical distress and disease. The number one killer in the United States is heart attack, go by stress. Right. You know, we had a young lady in this city kill herself by depression. She was depressed and stressed. Beautiful life, beautiful child. This is what's going on. It's at an all-time high. We got to build fences because Satan wants to come in and destroy our children. He wants to destroy this country. He wants to divide this country. He wants to, we got to build fences up against sickness, whether it be mental, spiritual, physical, financial, or racial prejudice of any kind. We got to build some fences up or we're going to be a sick people. All right? Commentary goes on to say that when you realize that physical disease is an outlaw and you still consort with that disease by pampering it. We're not going to pamper that disease. We're going to do everything we can. God's going to do his part. we got to do our part. We're not going to pamper our disease. Oh, that old arthritis. You know, my, my, my nothing. That's right. Come on. No, that don't belong to me. That belongs to the devil. Teach. I don't claim nothing that belongs to him. Teach. You see, understand? We ain't going to pamper that stuff. You, you know, we're going to walk around. The, and I, hey, you know, y'all heard what Isaac said was going on with me? Say, what did pastor still do? His 20 to 30 minute walks. Nobody had to walk him to the bathroom. His legs were good. and He was hurting so. But he could get up. You got to keep fighting. That's right. I'm not going to build offensive excuse up. Fears. You understand what I'm talking about? Come on, people. Come on. We're going to lose people. We know that. And I ain't going to be here always, but I'm going to fight. Come on. You see, I'm going to put on. that fence up, a fence of faith and belief in the word of God. Do you understand? All right. Again, if you pamper it, you are joining forces with the outlaw. So why would we join forces with the very outlaw that's trying to kill you? That don't make no sense to me. Do you understand what I'm saying? Am I doing all right? Yeah. Huh? You got to talk to that outlaw. That's right. Sometimes that outlaw can be folk. You got to put that outlaw out your house. Say that. Say that. Uh-huh. Get one of them security systems. Come on. Talk to him at the door. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? You say, I, no, no, I ain't, I ain't hear that outlaw today. Do you know? Because some of you don't know it. There are outlaws of sometimes you don't recognize them, but they can be right next to you. That's right. But if you have the spirit of discerning, you can recognize that outlaw and keep that outlaw out your life. Whether it be physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Do you understand what I'm talking about? All right. Romans 8 and 1 from the King James says that there is no condemnation to those which are in Christ Jesus. Now, now, now wait a minute. Here's the problem. People, there is no condemnation from those that are in Christ Jesus. Satan says, he just read, Satan comes... To steal and to kill and destroy. Do you know how he does that? He condemns you. That's right. When he condemns you, he's already destroyed you. Are you with me? But the Bible says there's no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. So if I'm in Christ Jesus, there's no condemnation for any of you in here. But some of you don't believe it because you let him come and steal it. Well, well. He's a thief. That's what he does. I do thief. He's a thief. And he stole the very blessing that God has given you by saying there's no condemnation in you that are in Christ Jesus. That's right. But you didn't hear it. He stole it, and you're living like you're living in condemnation, and you're depressed and stressed out. 
That's a lie that the devil's told you. He's an outlaw. And he's telling you things that are false. That's right. Do you understand me? You can go any place so you want. The Bible tells us to walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. See, don't walk after the flesh. Walk after the spirit. When you're in the spirit, the Holy Spirit will break the flesh and allow the spirit, your spirit, to flow through. My spirit was healthy. My flesh was hurting. Well, you understand what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. Walk in what? The spirit. When I'm walking in the spirit, then I got the fence. That's right. When I'm walking in the flesh, I ain't got no fence. Teach. The outlaw can come through you. He can get to you if you're in the flesh. That's right. Teach. Do you all understand what I'm saying? But he can't not get to you. When you walk in the spirit, right. he is forbidden to walk in the spirit because there's no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Do you understand what I'm saying? The Bible goes on back in John 10 and 10. He promises us that I have come that they may have life. The, Jesus says he promised that he's come to give us what? Life. Life. Say it again. Life. life. He says, and have it to the full. And have and it to I What? To the full. You should live your life to the full. You don't know when this thing's over. There ain't, no, there ain't no age limit in this thing. So you need to live your life to the full. And the reason a lot of people can't live their life to the full, they don't have any fences up. And they waste most of their life dealing with demonic forces and satanic strategy and activity. And it steals them and it robs them and kills them. That outlaw takes them and takes them. There are people that's lived and died at 20 that's lived a better life than somebody that's lived at 90. Right. Because the person that's lived to 60, 70, and 90 has lived through hell because they didn't have any fences up. And they, all their life they went through sadness and grief and depression and stress and doubt and shame. Do you understand what I'm saying? It ain't how long you live, it's how you live. You see? And you want to live in his abundance. You want his, li his life and live it to the fullness. Amen? Amen. And Pastor, your favorite, the King James says that I may live life more abundantly. And I may live life what? Abundantly. More what? Abundantly. More what? Abundantly. Build your fences up and receive the blessings of God. And quit letting that outlaw steal all of your blessings from you. All right? And the life recovery says that my purpose is to give a rich and satisfying life. And God, Jesus, I'm here to give you a rich and satisfying life. Say that. Jesus... Jesus. Give me, Give me a, rich a rich and satisfying life. And, satisfying and I accept life. it in the name of Jesus and Christ I of Nazareth. accept it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> All right. And the voice goes on that says, The thief approaches, and a thief is anyone who is unrightfully... That, now here, a thief approaches, that is who? Anyone that is unrighteous. Go ahead. Taken what doesn't belong to him or her, an act of greed or self-gain. Get it. Get it. You out of here, outlaw, because you ain't, this don't belong to you. That's right. Well, some of you may want to hang out with the outlaw, but you ought to want to hang with me. We don't hang with outlaws. We ain't going to let nobody steal nothing again. Don't let nobody steal your joy. That's right. That's right. I don't care how much you love them. If they ain't good for you, out of here. You see what I'm saying? I know I'm right about this. I feel so good. I might do this again. All right, go ahead. Again, the thief approaches with malicious intent, looking to steal. He's coming to steal. He's an outlaw. Satan is an outlaw. He is coming 
to steal. You know why you know it is? Because you've been on both sides. That's right. He, I've been the outlaw. Come on, DJ, talk to me. Been the outlaw. And the outlaw done got to me. Amen. But no, 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 no more. Got my fences up. That's right. Do you understand what I'm talking about? All right. And to steal is taking something that doesn't belong to you with no intent to return. And they'll take it. It doesn't belong to you. They will take it and they're not able to return it. You ain't never heard no outlaw return nothing back. Come on here. All right. Y'all laughing. You know the deal. That's right. <laughs> Church, he's also looking to slaughter or kill. And kill is to deprive life. He wants to kill your life. That don't mean dead. That's right. That means he wants you to be walking around like you're a deadbeat. He wants to kill your life. He wants to kill your joy. He wants to kill. See, when I pray, sometimes I pray and I ask God to let me drink out of his cup of gladness. That's right. I ask him right. to shower me his spirit of joy. Satan wants to kill all that. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? The best part of the thing was they didn't tell you the rest of it. After they put that radiation stuff in, I got a chance to minister to people. The nurses would come in and I'd talk with them. They sat and talk. Can't kill that. That's right. You ain't got that kind of power. That's right. Go let that outlaw steal my gift. Is he crazy? Right. Yeah, we're going to fight. All right. Yeah, we had us a big misunderstanding. Yeah, you, you, you see, right. I'm, a man, I'm a child of God here. All right. In church, he's also looking to destroy. And to destroy is to ruin someone emotionally. Listen. You listening to me? To destroy is to ruin someone emotionally. And that's, listen to me, this is Breast Cancer Month, right? You know what the shame of Breast Cancer Month is? It really, uh, it, it really puts a darkness over domestic abuse. We ain't doing Breast Cancer Month this year in this church. Everybody's doing breast cancer. Breast can this is what? What is it, people? Domestic Violence Month. Everybody's breast cancer, breast cancer. And the poor, and, and you can go now, and they're telling you how to get healthy in this, and they should do breast cancer. And millions of dollars go into breast cancer. But nobody's talking about the young lady that gets beat every night. The wife that gets beat every night. Well. And nobody's going to her house and seeing how she feels. And she gets kicked out of her house, and the, and the mother's running away with her kids someplace. Mm. We like breast cancer month. We all got our pink on to deal with that. We're not doing we, Satan's trying to kill it. And when the woman is left with her children, and she's in some home someplace. Those children suffer. And so Satan kills the mother because the mother's the head because daddy's gone. We ain't going to do that here. We're mad about it, aren't we? All right? There ain't no shot they can give you for a broken spirit. Huh? Again, to destroy is to ruin someone spiritually. And see, and this is what we need to do is to, to ruin people emotionally and, and spiritually. That's what that outlaw wants to do. He wants to ruin you emotionally and spiritually and put an end to something. That's what he wants to do in your life. And some of you sitting in here. That's why God's got me here today. Some of you sitting in, this, you're sitting in here and, 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 and you, you've been attacked May, I don't know if you may have been abused, uh, sexually abused, uh, misused, and you're hurt. And Satan wants to, he's a thief. He came to steal, to kill, and destroy. But he's a liar today. That's right. Because you're going to walk out of here better than you walked in here. And when you walk out of here today and we're going to get to praying that that demon is out, you're going to build some fences around you and live the life that Christ would have you to live right. full That's of right. abundance and the full life he'd have you to Teach. deal with. And, and let me tell you, don't hate the people that hurt you. 
It was the demon in the person that done that. That's right. Do you understand? We're going to forgive the person, but we're going to loose and bind and cast that demon into the fires of hell That's because right. we have the power to do that under the instructions of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That's right. Do you understand me? All right. Because again, church, Jesus says, I came to give life with joy and abundance. And Jesus came to give us life with joy and abundance. Don't you want that gift? Why would you want that gift? Why, why would you want to live the way Christ would have you to live? We setting up in church. You know, the problem of a church is people set in church, they get it emotionally, and some people get it physically, but you got to get it down in your spirit. And when it gets down in your spirit, let the, your spirit and the Holy Spirit come forth and let the Spirit of God show you how to live your life and live the life of abundance. I'm feeling good, good, good. Do you see what I'm saying? Amen, amen, amen. Ain't God good? Here we go. Here we go, here we go. My thoughts are on high plane. My thoughts are on a high plane. My mind dwells therein. My mind dwells therein. My heart becomes calm. My heart becomes calm. And my mind and thoughts cease. My mind and thoughts cease. To be disturbed. To be disturbed. Amen. 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 And amen. Amen. Isaac. <laughs>